All right. Train to Busan today on Movie Club. Let's go. Train to Busan is a 2016 Korean film uh, about, well. That was the question I was asking because I had no idea. I thought. Yeah. I'm not going to spoil it, actually. So I thought. The whole episode, let me tell you what I'm I never going to tell you what, what is on the train. I had a vibe when I, you told me the title, had not heard of this movie, didn't watch the trailer, just hit start, whatever. And I was right. like, is this going to be like, um, what's that one they just released, like Death on the Nile or, or Murder on the Orient Express? Yeah. Uh, the Agatha Christie murder mystery? Yes. I'm like, this is going to be like, like a mystery type kind train of. situation. Murder on the know. Korean Express. Maybe a little bit of um, Snowpiercer mixed in, a little class warfare. Uh, we'll see. It's not what I got. I was. I mean, I was, you did get all that stuff. I guess I get. I did. Yeah. <laughs> In some ways, I did. For some reason, I thought this was like a movie about a. I swear I heard of a movie that sounded just like this title where it was like a romantic kind of movie. Yeah, oh. that's Train to Bussy, which is yeah. a parody of this film that we'll be reviewing next week <laughs> on our Train new, to Bussy. Our new series, Adult Movie Club. Oh, my goodness. I still don't know what bussy is. Can somebody explain this to me? Okay, email Rocco so he can show me. Anyways, I picked this movie. Uh, I was just perusing the Shutter catalog. I'm the one guy who subscribes to Shutter. Hey, Shutter is... Five bucks a month. Yeah. They don't sponsor this show, but they should because I'm going to plug them right now. Mm-hmm. Five bucks is cheaper than 85% of the streaming services out there, and Shudder is exclusively horror films. I subscribed to it a few years ago, and it sucked. Mm-hmm. It was the worst. They didn't have it. It was like the worst. You know, horror films could get pretty bad. Yeah, the, yeah, sure. But the worst of the worst are horror films. Uh, it's real bottom of the bucket and that's how it was when it started. So I canceled, but I'm back now because their catalog actually has like really well-made stuff. Hmm. The Halloween movies, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, all the classics. So I was, uh, scrolling and Train to Busan was on there and I'd always heard of this movie, but like you guys, I didn't know what it was about. So I popped it on. Mm -hmm. I went in cold. I was really entertained. I'm, I'm going to say this. I'm so glad I did not know it was a zombie movie. (sighs) Spoiler! When, when I started it, yeah, because I would have probably rolled my eyes like, oh. I thought the same thing. Yeah. It and and and, and as a, I'm going to give my first kind of compliment to this movie too, it unfolds in a very organic way as opposed to get ready for a fucked up horror movie. You know what I mean? Like yeah. in your face, it doesn't. It unfolds very yeah. organically. So I'm I'm there along with the people in the movie. Yes, yes, me neither. Excuse me, should they be getting on the? Yeah, exactly. Most uh, zombie movies start with a bang, like uh, you know, Dawn of the Dead remake, the 2005 Dawn of the Dead remake. I think was a very popular zombie movie that is like a bloody little girl invades your house and starts eating your husband, and you go outside and the world is fucked. Yeah. Immediately, yeah. And then, you know, you have your more traditional zombie movies, which this kind of takes the route of, but in an interesting way, where there's, like, news stories. Mm -hmm. You know, if you watch a movie like Shaun of the Dead, he's kind of going about his life, but there's, like, all this stuff on the news happening in the background. This, yeah, yeah, it kind of unfolds in the background, 
but not even as like news stories. It's almost like the characters are very much not aware of this growing problem. And that, yeah. yeah and, and I also was unaware, but then you see like that person get tackled outside. Like what the fuck was that? And then like, even when the first, the, the train, they get on the train and then the girl gets on and she's infected, but I, I don't know what's wrong with her. Yeah. So like, was she just beaten up? Like what happened to her? There's a lot of little moments in the beginning. Of the, the beginning of the movie is kind of slow, especially if you don't know there's zombies. Yeah. yeah. Because it's like, um, this guy is estranged from his daughter and they just don't get along. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know the main character's name. I don't know the names of the actors. I, I'm sorry. I have a list of all that right here. I'm not uh, even going to try to pronounce these Yeah, uh, I, that's Korean so true. Names. You know what? You're right. I'm not, what am I going to say? But the main character, you may recognize him from Squid Game. He oh, is in Squid Game? I haven't seen that either. You should check out Squid Game. Mm. It's good. Mm. Uh, you have a whole lot of Korean movies and TV shows to deep dive. I've heard this, yes. For people who have seen Squid Game, he is the guy who um, recruits the main character in the subway with the slapping game. You remember, did you see Squid Game, Rocco? I, I I'm to, the only one who's culturally mute, relevant. I had to mute Squid Game off of Twitter because Why? You know, I was seeing a post about it every 30 seconds at a point in my life, and it didn't look bad to me, but I it, it, I was seeing spoilers all day long. There were people just posting about that all day. So I was like, I'm going to I'll, I'll hold up, I'm going to mute this and watch it like next year. <clears> well, it's been a year, so now is the time to revisit yeah, it. Yeah, I would be down. It's be uh down. I think you'll like it. Okay. Well, main characters in Squid Game. He's a businessman. He's a young businessman, and he's kind of estranged from his wife, ex-wife, actually, and they're five to... No, she's not five. No. She's probably like nine. Yeah, to me, she... Yeah, you know what? That was my guess. She... I Both my girls... I, well, three, but Lennon is eight, Sawyer is ten, and I feel like she was right in the middle of that, like right there. Nailed it. Um, Her mother lives in Busan, which, by the way, is the second biggest city in South Korea, oh. after their capital, Seoul. Mm-hmm. So Busan is like L.A. to New York, right? It's the number two biggest city. That's where mom lives. And so the little girl doesn't even want to spend time with her dad. She was willing to take this train by herself to Busan to see her mom. But the father, who is so strange, he's trying to reconnect with his daughter. He insists, I'm going to take you. But the reason that they're estranged is because he's like a kind of a... He's a young businessman, and he's becoming a ruthless businessman. He also seems like he's like in a position of he's making money, making power moves. He's a big, he's a big guy, you know. Yeah, it's not really clear to me what his job is, but right. he's like connected with the government in some way. Yeah, he's wealthy. He's well to do. He's a power player, right? Um, so they get on this uh train to Busan. There's a lot of scenes early on when they're like just hanging out. And again, it kind of hints at the growing impending disaster. They're in a car at one point and like a bunch of cop cars drive by and a bunch of ambulances. Right. And they're just like, huh, wonder what's going on. It also seems like the girl is the only one who notices anything. Like she's the one looking out the windows and seeing all this weird shit. The dad's sleeping already, you know, like all that stuff too. She sees that, but it's like, well, if a kid says something like that, you're like, okay. And he's, you know, it's fine. Yeah. Brush him off is what he was doing. The movie probably goes a good 30 minutes before like the action starts. Maybe even longer, maybe even 40 minutes. Um, We get really, I appreciate that the movie took the time to do this because it went on to become such a crazy, violent movie. I really like that they gave you an extended period of just slice of life 
mm-hmm. you know, r- riding the trains in Korea. Yeah, yeah. what do you think? Well, I was going to say, I also think it does such a great job kind of coalescing with one of the main kind of things you see throughout the movie. You know, it's like the people kind of caught in the patterns of their life. You know what I mean? Down to the dad, you know, he's so robotic visiting his kid. He gets her gift. Oh, you already bought me this like months ago. You know, like everyone's caught in their tunnel, so to speak. We're not talking trains yet, but you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like everyone's caught in that thing to the point that you have a fucking zombie movie beginning next to them. And they're, you know, yeah, they, I think they were wise to let that the first half hour, however long, just exist in that where it's just kind of monotonous. And uh, it just made the rest of it that much more. I, I loved it. <clears throat> it. Yeah. Took its time with that. I'm always uh, so I love horror movies. I watch a lot of zombie movies and I feel like this is a great, great zombie movie. Oftentimes the zombies are not necessarily the bad guy. It's other humans who are the bad guy Dude, in zombie movies. That's true. Zombies are more of like a force of nature. You can't be mad at the zombies. Yeah, they don't want to be zombies. Yeah. They're, they're victims of something that they can't control. It's like a bad hurricane hitting you. You can't be mad at the storm, but you're mad at the other people who screw you in the middle of the storm. Mm -hmm. And I feel like a lot of times in the past, it's often come down to racism. Zombies are an allegory for like race relations, even back in the original Night of the Living Dead. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's very much like a white person versus black person thing. In this movie, the cultural commentary, I feel like, and maybe you guys agree or disagree, it's more like... The businessmen are the bad guys. Mm-hmm. The The wealthy people are the bad guys, which that's got to be the biggest reoccurring theme in Korean cinema. After trains mm-hmm. and, and having to uh, fight your way through a confined space, uh, one versus a hundred. Yeah. Th- those three things are in every uh, great... Uh, movie coming out of Korea recently. But yeah, the kind of bad guys in this movie are, um, it's like this old businessman who's very much out for himself. Mm-hmm. Um, and so our main character is a young businessman who's like at risk of turning into this yeah, maybe type becoming of person. That, yeah. But his daughter is the one who is holding him back. And she basically, she point blank tells him at one point in the movie, you don't care about people. And she starts crying. And to me, that was kind of what this movie boiled down to was uh, when the shit is hitting the fan and the world is falling apart, the true villains are the people who are only looking out for themselves, mm-hmm. who are like, hey, I'm taking care of myself. Fuck everybody else. They actually cause more damage. Yeah. And they actually ex- uh, exude more villainy. Than the zombies. I mean, so many characters that you end up loving die because of people. Yeah. yeah. You know, and their selfish selfishness, you know. Yeah. And it's a, it's a recurring theme throughout the movie. We could talk about it more. Um, but real quick, I want to say that the first half hour before the zombies show up, they kind of take some time to introduce a big cast of characters. This is an ensemble cast film. So real quick, the characters would be the dad and the daughter. Mm-hmm. You have a really buff athletic guy and his pregnant wife. Mm-hmm. You have, uh, oh, is your mom calling? Yeah. I put my phone in the other room oh. this episode. <laughs> you have a whole baseball team. Yeah. Um, and like the young, like, she's not a cheerleader. She's like a girlfriend of one of the guys on the team. This is some, some college students. 
old businessman. I was just going to say, I didn't know that that girl you were just talking about was in a K-pop group. Yeah, she's like a... Yeah. She looks like a pop star. Yeah. I thought I'd seen her in something. Wonder Girls? I was not familiar with that. They got the girl from Wonder Girls in here. Mm-hmm. Um, some elderly sisters. Then they have the the homeless guy. Yes, there's a homeless man who gets on the train. There are the staff who runs the train, some train attendants, and the conductor. And I feel like I'm missing a final main character. We already said the homeless guy. Yeah. Uh, well, it's an ensemble cast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And what I found interesting was... Um, I think you got it. I think it was just that main, the other guy who like runs the company or like the train company or who the fuck that guy was. Oh, yeah. But I don't know what he actually did. Yeah. So we meet all these characters, and um, they all get on the train, and the staff are the first people to realize that something is wrong because they have, like, a strange person on the train hiding in one of the bathrooms. And when they go and investigate, they find that it's actually a homeless person who is, like, completely traumatized, like PTSD to the max, trembling and muttering about how everyone's dead and they're all dead. Um, this movie, why I liked it so much was it really was it expertly played with people's expectations. I feel yeah, like totally. you think this is a zombie movie. And so, oh, we have somebody on the train and you think it's going to be somebody infected. It's not an infected person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was fully with the homeless guy. I was fully ready for like, I didn't, again, I didn't know anything about the movie. So I was fully ready for like his eggs come out of his back or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, okay, what's this guy going to turn into? Yeah. But there is an infected person. It's like a girl, and she pretty much quickly dies on the train, turns into a zombie, and the first person to interact with her is an attendant, a train attendant, and she, like, mauls her to death. Um, And pandemonium breaks out pretty much instantly. Yeah, as it would in real life. These are fast-moving zombies. They make biting sounds. Their teeth are chomping. I thought that... I mean, I can see that they sped up the footage. Like, that was pretty obvious. But I thought that the um, actors actors contorted their bodies in a ve- in yeah. very convincing ways. Yeah. I was like, these are they pretty were like, impressive. They were like ballet dancers, basically. Yeah. yeah. Or would, or would, and I think it was a nice touch too. That plus they would like hit walls really hard. And yeah. Things that are like you know, oh, with your don't do that with your body, please don't. You know, that truly felt inhuman. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh you just like you you're just stubbing over this and. Into that. Like There's even one part where they jump, like the zombies like fall like hard onto these like huge rocks. Like, oh fuck, that sucks. Like, I just think for the actors, like, yeah. wow, they're going going for it. Well, it was yeah. it was coupled with really good uh special effects, yes. CG oh, effects, yeah, yeah, yeah. where it was like fake, you know, uh, bodies piling over each other, almost like yes. a wave of human bodies. Yes, uh, when the zombies would come for you. Yeah. So the zombies, uh, they. They um, it breaks out on the train immediately and you get a lot of like really violent action scenes. And I love that they took the time to introduce you to these characters because you kind of don't want to see anything bad happen to any of them. Right. Yeah. The married, the pregnant woman and her husband, even the the husband, you know, you don't they the first zombie attack. They let the husband and the wife at the last second. But then the husband's mad at the main businessman or the dad. And you're like, oh, fuck this guy. But then, like, you know, 
it builds enough time that you end up like loving them at the end. And it's yeah. just like they become friends. You yeah. are like, I fucking hate you. You can go die. Fuck off. But then to like, you know, half right, I'm like, oh, don't kill him. You know, like it's, it's they did a good job with that. Yeah. Once the uh, zombies uh, are attacking people on the train, they're able to isolate them in a certain portion of the train and find safety. But the groups are split up. I don't want to spoil too much of the movie because I, I do think it's an enjoyable movie. Oh, I think we should spoil it. I think people have already seen it. If they're watching this, pause it here if you haven't seen it and go watch it. Go watch it. Well, I'll, you- I'll spoil anything that needs to be spoiled, but uh, I won't unnecessarily spoil points of the movie. But people get separated on the train. The main character is trying to call his contacts to see what's happening. Nobody really knows what's happening. It's happening all over the country. And so they decide to go to a nearby city that is not Busan, where his contact kind of assures him, like, this place is safe. The army's there. They'll quarantine you. Right. And I was, it seemed like they didn't want to be quarantined. And that was like a bad thing. And I was thinking, like, am I missing something, like, translation-wise or something? Because, like, I would feel like I would want to be quarantined away from this. Or are no, they... you don't quarantine. You quarantine people who are infected or potentially infected. Right. But they're not infected. So it would be like... Well, I'm not infected, so I'll. Yeah, but you're gonna be put in with the other infected people who are people. infected. Okay. So you, do not want quar- be, you don't want to be quarantined. I see. Because you're gonna I be in there with now. people who are sick. Okay. Because okay. they're trying to catch the sick people. Right. You know. Right. 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 So they, uh, the train stops there, and they've been assured this place is safe, and it's everywhere they've been is like been severely under attack, and this place is very quiet, a little bit too quiet. They get off the train, but they have to leave the zombies that they've locked in on the train. Uh, this is like almost my favorite part of the movie. Hmm. Nah, I, I don't know. I really enjoyed this scene in the movie. I always like when, you know, you get to the ghost town and you know something's wrong, but you don't know what it is. Right. Um, the group sticks together, except for our main character. He splits off to go by himself because he has, you know, some insider information. Mm-hmm. And the only other person who goes with him is the homeless guy. Because he heard the phone call with, that he was having with his daughter. Yeah, but to me, there was some symbolism here where this isn't even necessarily a movie about rich people versus poor people because the main character is wealthy, but there's a homeless character who often mimics his behavior. Mm-hmm. The main character and the homeless guy are the only two who split off from the group. I think this movie is more about compassionate people versus selfish people. I could see that. And those two guys are looking out for themselves. Yes. While everybody else is kind of like, come on, guys, we're all going to get through this together. Right. And uh, and so there is like a classist element to this movie, but it's more a movie about compassion, about sticking together. This shit hits the fan once again. They find that the army is totally infected and it all breaks out and they have to escape the train station, which is a harrowing escape. Yeah. Um, And it... You know, it you follow so many characters that you kind of forget where people are at some points, and you yeah. kind of get a little like stressed. I'm watching, I'm like, yeah, but where's the girl? Like, where's the little girl? What is happening to her? Yeah. And, but the, you know, it's it's I don't know. They yeah. did a good job with that. They purposely used this scene to uncouple all the couples and to shuffle the cast, where now the people who were together are separated. What were you gonna say? No, the train's in motion. He's, no, yeah. I mean, metaphorically and literally. Mm-hmm. And having everybody be separate just adds You know, the first, this first part, I thought, like, when they all got separated and they're on the train, I'm like, dude, that's, that's fucking crazy. Like, I'm just putting myself in this position of, like, what, 
you don't know what's going on. Oh, it's fucking zombies. Like, what the fuck? Like that. But then my thought was like, the last place I want to go to is another city. Like, stop the train in the middle of nowhere and let me get out. And then I'll be there. And then send the train with the zombies. Keep Have that keep going. I'll just be alone in the wilderness then. You know, that's that was what I wanted them to do. Um, I know I had to bring that up right now. I just was thinking about that. And that moment I kept thinking, go to the wilderness. Go somewhere that's not a city. Yeah, I think these people are all trying to, like, get to their family members. I can see that. They're just caught in the middle of their sure. day. Sure, sure, I, I don't think they were prepared for survival. I think they were just, you know, going to work, going shopping, and all this shit just hit the fan. And yeah. They don't know where to go. Mm-hmm. Totally unprepared. Yeah. No water. Your phone's on 40%. <sighs> you wore your bad shoes today. You know, yeah. caught with your pants down. Yeah. Um. So... The couples get uncoupled and the groups get shuffled up. So the guy loses his daughter. The the husband loses his pregnant wife. And the baseball boyfriend loses his girlfriend. All the girls kind of get paired up and go in one part of the train with another group. And the three guys get separated. And now we get a classic, we have to fight our way through a small, mm-hmm. closed quarters, hand-to-hand combat scene. And use a big fish as a weapon. Oh, that's... That's Snowpiercer. And use a hammer as a weapon. Nah, that's uh, old boy. Baseball bat. They do use a baseball bat. Okay. Yeah, they use a baseball bat this time. Um, Yeah, the movie kind of turns into a fun romp, I think, in the second half. I mean, it's, I don't know, romp. It, it, was, <laughs> it was fucking stressed. I like <laughs> zombie movies. Yeah. Side note, I think zombie movies are fun romps. Um, I, I... They're gonzo. They are gonzo. It's like you're going to see a hundred people get eaten to death in a flaming inferno. That doesn't sound like a romp to me. I can can pop some. I had cooked the popcorn and kicked back like I'm about to see a spectacle, you know? Why were they taping their wrists? I kept wondering that. They kept like uh, before so the in case they got bit. Oh, because yeah, they were you know plowing their. So if they got bite, like bit there, it's gonna knock. Gonna your arms they could too. stick something in. Dude, the mouth put it in your fucking person. neck too. That's you know like I, you take, yo, take that up. shit up. Um, yeah, I I also did like them going it, the scene where they open up the the cabin door to get to their um, respective girls. Yeah. Um, and it's his baseball team. That were all zombies was heavy. It was like yeah. that fucking sucks. Yeah. Like that's like, all his friends who are now trying to kill him. He has to hit with baseball bats. Yeah. Oh, also, I was glad they went to this the luggage and like got like any weapons they could find, and that they got more baseball bats. So I was like, yeah, find something. You gotta, yeah, get yourself out of the situation. Yeah, that actually for me was one like kind of plot hole because there's a lot of like hand to hand combat with zombies in this movie, and I'm mm-hmm. like, well, did the zombies feel pain? You know, there's a scene where they're fighting their way through the zombies and this guy has a shield and he's like yeah. hitting the toes of the, the toes, yeah, to get them to step back. And I was like, oh, the zombies like don't hurt my well, toes. I thought Ouch, my toes. that would make them like fall over maybe. Maybe. And maybe it doesn't hurt them. But that was fucking gross. That that part in particular, I was like, oh, the toes. Yikes. Yeah. The movie had a lot of like little details where you're like, ooh, I don't know. Um, Eventually, they do make it to... Busan. There's a lot of, uh, you know, they kind of establish some rules in this movie. For example, if the zombies can't see you, they kind of don't, they get, they get passive. They kind of forget what they're doing. Yeah. They get peaceful. And the, the, how you can make them not see you is very like, it doesn't take a lot to blind a zombie. 
This movie shows like throwing a jacket over a zombie's head will get them to stop attacking you. Putting newspaper up on a window will get them to stop attacking you. Even if the train goes into a tunnel and it's a little too dark, yeah, the zombies will not attack. I also liked how like they don't know how to use a door. You know, yeah. like the, the door is not locked, but it doesn't matter because they can't open it. They can't even accidentally open it. Right. Um, the groups are separated and they're making their way back to each other. But the rich old man, he's kind of calling the shots and he won't let the group come back in because he's an asshole. Dude. Fucking rich old men. This guy, I was thinking like this maybe one of the, I don't think I've hated someone in a movie in a long time than uh, this uh, fucking guy. This was such a villain. Well done. Because fuck that guy. But he could have been the hero of his own movie. You know? Ugh. He's just trying to make it to Busan. Um, I think about that every now and then. Who's the person I hate the most? And I got to go. I got to go tie with that Amon Goth guy. However you say his name. Schindler's List. Oh. And, uh, Eamon that Goth. And that, is that how you say his name? Yeah, I think so. And, uh, and that fucker in The Patriot. I've never uh, seen the Benedict Patriot. Arnold or no, whatever. The um, you, you hung out with him at the oh, my best friend. Convention. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He played. Uh, what was the, what was the Harry Potter guy? He was uh, Lucius Malfoy. Yeah. I like when this is funny. Like you know, I think of most hated movie villains. Probably the main Nazi from Schindler's well, List. It comes to the top of the that, that, list. That's, that's pretty bad. Yeah, I gotta say. Uh, you know? Didn't really agree with that guy's uh, yeah, logic. Constantly pissing me off. <laughs> <laughs> Every scene with that guy is like, just stop, bro. Chill. I have to agree with you. I have to agree with you on that. You one. know, though, as you're talking about compassion earlier, yeah, I feel like every single character learned that by the end, except for this fuck, which makes yeah. him the villain. Which makes him yeah, the villain. Yeah, yeah. And but he, his compassion was so like psycho. That like so willingly to throw someone else in the train of path of zombies to get him escaped. It's just like without a second thought, like doesn't even give a fuck. Like that was wild. Yeah. He's on over here on this side of the spectrum where it's a dog eat dog world and it's going to be you and not me. And then our main character is over here, which is like, well, my daughter before me, you know, always. Right. right. So they it all comes to a head when pretty much. Now this I'm going to spoil. Pretty much everybody dies in this movie, mm-hmm. except for daughter, pregnant wife, dad, rich old man. The rich old man literally gets the train engine by himself, and he's like, I'm just fucking driving this bitch on my yeah. own. You know, when the um, the buff guy dies, yeah. I was really, I was like really sad about yeah, it. Me too. Yeah, you're supposed to be. I was. And it was like. He's the Han Solo. He is. And it's like, I really hated you half he's hour ago. Serious, I really hated you. And now look at you. Like you're saving the day for everyone. You're naming your unborn child who you're never going to meet. Heartbreak City. Oh, it was yeah. good. Yeah, that got me. I got he, me. Uh, I love a character. That's It's a great movie when you have that character. The tough guy friend. He's not the main character, right? but he could be the main character. He could kick the main character's ass. Yeah. I thought I read, and I don't know if I have the note here, that that guy was the director's real-life personal trainer. Yeah. I think, which I think is a cool <laughs> thing to give him, put him in his role movie. He's, he was good. Yeah. Uh, you, you, when you're talking about the, the rich old guy or whatever, yeah. 
sorry if I'm trying to think if I brain farted here, but he he didn't he survive? Didn't they didn't they encounter him at the end? They do. It's yeah, the yeah. final showdown. It's yeah, okay, they're 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 you the, think well they're the what, last they're the last four people. What on happens the train. when the, when the when the fucking our heroes meet up with the rest of the survivors and then the rest of the survivors are fucking assholes and kick them out of their car because they think they're infected, and that guy's kind of the head of all that. Then they leave that room and I thought well that room is fucked and they were everyone died. So you think, but then that that one that one businessman and a yeah, conductor's I yeah. Uh, it does come down to the, yeah, the final four, which is main character, his daughter, the pregnant woman kind of versus the businessman. Mm-hmm. And, and again, the symbolism of the, the individual versus the group yeah. and the group takes care of each other mm-hmm. and the individual loses, um, versus an employee versus a, someone with a family versus a child. <laughs> This movie, why I like this movie so much is it kind of hits all of the archetypes in a very tight, fast-paced way. It's a a zombie movie. It has social commentary. It's rich versus poor. It's also selfish versus um, selfless and thinking about the group. You do have, like, the Han Solo character. You have the parent-child relationship. Yeah, yeah. You have the husband-and-wife relationship. You have the boyfriend-girlfriend relationship. Mm-hmm. You have the friend-and-the-team relationship. Yeah. You have the boss-and-the-employee relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this movie, yeah, has everything there, and at the end, it comes down to personal sacrifice for the greater good. Mm-hmm. And so the father uh, gets into a fight you know, on the train with the businessman, and they kind of both die the businessman is a zombie at this point and he is taken out but the father is bit and so he will become a zombie pretty soon that uh that scene of him talking to his daughter for the last time got you i can't you guys that's shocking fucking jesus christ this little girl i'm even getting like this thing about i'm getting like a little whoa this little girl was such a great actress Her crying really affected me, and she was so sad. And I just—it was really real. And I was like, "Yo, this girl is too good. Like, be a worse actress. I don't care this much." (laughs) She was so good in this scene. Yeah, um, she was. Uh, that's it. I mean, well, the guy roll credits. No, here's the no, not no. This is my (laughs) thought of the movie. Before this ending scene. I had no idea where I was going to rank the movie, Shakers-wise. I thought this for me, and I'm not doing Shakers now, but like this for me, if a zombie movie, this is a five Shaker for a, for a zombie movie. Like this is as good as you can get for that genre of film for me. But with the ending, it's them walking through a train tunnel, and then you see people who are like actually like not infected, who are the military, who are like have a perimeter. It's it's salvation. Yeah. And I thought if this is a mist ending, if those of you who have seen the mist, the guy kills, oh, the mist. Yeah. he kills his son and then kills himself. And then the military shows up to save the day. Oh, we just spoiled the movie that people didn't, we didn't tell him to watch. You know what? I did you a fucking favor. If it was that, I would have been livid. I would have been so fucking mad. Like uh, the military just guns. Well, they're, they're fucking, they're kill him. And then it's like, 
they're the woman, pregnant woman is in the crosshairs and his finger on the trigger. I'm like, don't please. Well, don't. please. This fucking is don't. actually uh, I forgot that this scene happened because I watched the movie two weeks ago. You're right. The ending. The dad dies, the train parks and they walk to a military camp and they have to walk through a dark train tunnel. And there are guys, soldiers with guns fixed on them and they think they're zombies. They're like, we're going to fucking blast them. Yeah. But the girl starts singing a song. Yes. And that's how they know, like, oh, they're human. And it comes down to like her childhood innocence was wasn't quite crushed mm-hmm. because in that moment she didn't know what to do, so she just sang a song, such an innocent thing. Well, and that ended up kind of saving them. The whole the the fucking movie starts with her supposed to sing that song, and she doesn't sing it. Oh, you're right. I didn't even think about that. She yeah, does. She doesn't sing the song in her school performance. And she misses then her dad. Later, she tells her dad, "You weren't there. I learned that song for you." You weren't there. I didn't sing it. Then that song ends up saving her life at the very end when she sings it in the train tunnel. And her dad's dead. Less wrapping it up and her dad has died. Oh, Uh, wow. Yeah, it kind of sucks. They did did a great job. I'm all for all of that. But I will say I sat a little bit on the other end of the spectrum in that genre. I knew knew you would. I was watching it going, they they ended this with such a touching moment. If right now these two get gunned down... I was going to die laughing <laughs> just because it's like, oh my God. If it was just, oh, two, sir, two, wait, what are those? I don't know. Blast them. If it went to credits on that, I would have died laughing. I feel like well, it very I, easily could have. I just say that's literally how Night of the Living Dead ends, mm-hmm. which is like the first zombie movie. So yeah. that, you can't do that. It's been, that's the classic ending. That's what I was going to say, Derek, was as they're walking down a tunnel, I kept thinking, wasn't there a movie? I, I, I was searching my memories. I was like, wasn't there a movie? Maybe it was a zombie movie where that happens. Yeah. Survive and they all get gunned down. It, that was going through my head. I'm like, was it this movie I heard about? Oh, shit. And so I was fully prepared. Oh, my God. They're going to get mowed down. So I was kind of cracking up like, you're really going to do that? <laughs> so, yeah, the way they went, it was like it actually did surprise me quite a bit. But I was ready to laugh. Bad oh. guy. Evil. There was a m- <laughs> yes, but the movie would have been evil, and I was gonna crack up at how like, dude, you had a sweet. Ending. There was a moment where the girl was crying, and she made a face while crying that Lennon makes. Like I saw Lennon in that face, and I instantly was like, "Do not hurt that fucking kid. Do not hurt that girl." I was so like, "I will hate this movie forever if you kill that girl." Anyways, well, well there is a train to Busan too. Yeah, being produced. Oh, well, oh, being uh, well, I don't know if it came out. Did it come out? It's already? Uh, a, 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 a sequel called Peninsula. Train, train out of Busan. A sequel, Peninsula, was released in South Korea, July fifteenth, twenty twenty. I guess it's not a direct sequel because it doesn't. No one else is in this movie. Oh, really? But it's like the same universe, you know, like Peninsula. Peninsula. Uh, I, maybe I misread. I thought Train to Busan two was a. But well, maybe it's Peninsula. Maybe let me tell you, they. Uh, bought the rights to do Train to Busong in America called Last Train to New York ah. and uh, was being worked on until Warner Brothers uh, scrapped all movies. And so that was one of them that is oh. not being made anymore. But I honestly... Fuck New York, dude. Why would you want to go... A zombie outbreak and you want to go to the most popular city Yeah, that's a bad idea. How fucking yeah, dumb are you? Go to like fucking, uh, How fucking dumb are you? 
Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Nice. Stop the train in the middle of nowhere and get me out of there. Um, oh, oh, um, heinous disease making people man-eating monsters. I'm going to go to New York City where that's already fucking happening on a daily basis, practically. I jungle in that city. There are times that, like, you know, people buy the rights to, like, a, a foreign film. And it's like, okay, whatever. But this, to me, is like, this, watch this movie. Yeah. You don't. Like, like, like if they make remade Parasite for the U.S., like, no, Parasite didn't need to be... No, it's fine. Like, that was good. Yeah. Just watch that movie. I think the idea of stealing... I, uh, the era of stealing ideas from foreign films is over yeah, because totally we can watch the foreign films and yeah. foreign films are just as good, if not better, than American films. I thought yeah. the filmmaking, like, even before the zombies showed up, I was like, this movie is shot really yeah, well. It looks totally. great. The budget was only like $8.5 million. It was a small budget for what they were able to pull off. It's crazy. Uh, but Derek, you're right. Derek, the, you, 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 seriously, that era's over. The, the people behind these companies, I don't know if they're just old. Yes. Keep thinking. Uh, nobody, nobody's going to know about this Korean movie. I don't even think it's a matter of uh, do they know about it or not. It's, it's well, it's a foreign movie. We're, we're going to make a not foreign movie. You know, like, like well, that'll be better for America. Yeah. It's over. Like, people are, like you were mentioning earlier, fucking Squid Game was like the, one of the number yeah. one, maybe the number one show the year it came out. Right. That's over. When when uh, Parasite won Best Picture and the fucking director was like, get over the one-inch barrier of subtitles. Yeah. Be so much great stuff. I felt like that was the sea change. Yeah. Even leading up to that, it was, but it's like, that's over. So And these Korean films, they're Korean films. They're from Korea. They Mm -hmm. they express a Korean culture. Yes. Which is interesting to see. Yes. And I'm I'm only half joking when I say all great Korean films have a train, have class culture commentary and involve a guy fighting his way out of a tight room because for whatever reason that like resonates yeah. with the people of Korea. Yeah. Um, Every culture has something well, like that. Y- y- my point is America doesn't make a fuck ton of movies about trains because <laughs> yeah. trains aren't like really a big thing in America, no, America but there's a lot of train movies, yeah. you know, but we like fucking superheroes. that are awesome. We, yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and there's a lot of, um, you know, classism that is uh, that is uh, covered as a topic in Korean films and they always take these movies and they just do surface level like we'll we'll trade out this for that we'll switch yeah. this for that so you know last train to new york i don't even know what the what the class division would be well be like california people I, versus honestly, like new york people it'd be like democrats versus republicans or something stupid yeah exactly yeah. They, that's and, what i'm and, kind of and honestly be political like, Watch Train to Busong. I'm glad the movie was scrapped. Fuck that. <laughs> we don't need that. We got it. It. This movie is great. Actually, okay, a movie about hardcore Democrats and hardcore Republicans, and they're stuck on a train full of zombies, and they all die because they can't get along. That actually does sound like a pretty good movie. So. <laughs> governments are not paying attention to the environmental harm. I did. That. Yes, I remember that. That would have better. And then Arya killed. <laughs> that would have been better. And then, wait, I killed in one hit. Yeah, Arya took out the whole army in one hour. If, if the, Fuck. the last shot of that show was the... What was the, the, the main White Walker's name? Jake. Thank you. If 
<laughs> King Jake. If King Jake, the last thing is him sitting in the, the Iron Throne, and then it cuts the credits, that's a good show. Hey. Or it just keeps going back further from him, and it's all frozen. Yeah. Bro, it, the show was like priming you that Bran was going to be that guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and yes. That's how the show was fucking setting itself up to end. Yeah. And then they just did a hard turn at the end for no reason, well, with no he logical did. explanation. He did. Spoiler. We're spoiling another right. thing. He did. God. Damn it. Hitler dies at the end of Inglorious Bastards. Okay, well, that was a Let's different thing. Let's do some popcorn shakes. <laughs> okay. Um, I'll start the shake. No, you start the shaking. You pick the movie, Derek. You, you shake it up first. Okay. Um, honestly, this might be my favorite zombie movie. I think it might be the best one. Yeah, I think you. I don't think you are either. I think it's also my favorite zombie uh, yeah. movie. And I like zombie movies, man. I like Return of the Living Dead. I like Dawn of the Dead, the original, the remake. You know, uh, the only zombie movie thing I don't like is The Walking Dead. That's the only one I don't fuck with. Dude. I'll read the comic, but I'm not fucking with that show. Sorry. Oh, now I now I'll catch up. I really wasn't. I I that is so not on my radar. I don't care. Every every time I've tuned into that show, it is like so corny. It is the just most corny situation. I don't know. Just just what I've seen. I'm not gonna go into it. What I've seen. I'm not gonna go into this, but my family has always loved that show for whatever reason. I've seen most of it. Yeah. Uh, it really is like their. It doesn't feel like the show's wrapping up at all. They're just fighting another group of people and like, oh, we're beating those guys. But it doesn't feel like the show's wrapping up and they keep announcing more spinoffs. Oh. It was just like, oh, they all, and they all split up. Anyway, watch these three shows. Jesus Christ. That's what they're going to do. That's crazy. That show almost, it just kind of repeats things from other zombie movies, but it's all in one thing, all in one go. And it's like, it feels like homage to a Train to Busan feels like, uh-huh, yeah, you probably expect it to be like that. And they take every moment where it could be like a traditional zombie movie, and they just turn it on its head a little bit to make it, they spice it up, make it interesting. Yeah. I give it four shakers. Um, Yeah, I would, as I said before, if you told me to pick a zombie movie for you, I would recommend this one first. I would say this is, yeah. watch this, this is great. Um. I'm going to give it four, and I can't believe I'm giving a zombie movie four shakers, but I really thought it was a great movie. Acting was great. Um, would I watch it again? Recent, probably not, but I, I thought it was really good. But if you went to a party and it was on, would you be mad? Not at all. No. I'm not even a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I, I, object, I really want to give my stance and make it clear. I don't enjoy zombie stuff. Typically, again... If someone mentions, hey, watch this thing, it's a zombie thing, I'm going to be like, oh, God. Like, Not that it shouldn't exist, but I am just like so spent on that. Yeah. This justifies their existence. Mm-hmm. This is what you do. Like th- this, I never thought like, well, that was good, but a shame it had zombies. No, this justified the genre. Uh, and everything you said a minute ago, earlier in the episode about all the themes it's juggling, yeah. none of them get in the way of each other. None of them are like that. Was good, but a little heavy-handed on the, uh, you know, yeah. capital, or or a little heavy-handed on that. It, they all, <laughs> it's a perfect batch of all of that. Like, yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh. Four for me. Nice. Um, that's a good. That's a that's pretty a great, yeah. solid score. Yeah, in well, terms of best zombie movie, yeah, I might pick this one too. 
I think why I another reason why I praise this movie is it has a layer of wholesomeness to it mm-hmm. where other zombie movies, there's this attitude of we're this is the dead and they've that's, come back to life, that's dude. What I mean. There's there's we're gonna see blood, we're gonna see yeah. guts, and it just keeps going. We're gonna see tits, we're gonna say fuck. Yeah. You know, every zombie movie gets to a point where they just are cavalering cavalierly killing zombies yeah. like Haha, we've we've got a hold of the situation let's go fuck them up this movie it there's no cursing there's no raunchiness mm-hmm. there's no nudity it's uh wow this is a bad situation i'm scared for my daughter like it yeah it, there's almost a wholesomeness well, to there, it. there's even a part but it where is, it is extremely violent the base player and his girlfriend like she is bit and infected and dying and he chooses to stay with her and you know He's fucked. Like he, you know, he's going to die, but he's just crying and accepting it. And then she like dies, and then a second later bites his neck and kills him. And it's like that was so heavy that he just made that decision to stick with her, even yeah. though he knew it was coming. Oh man! So that's our rating for across the board. Check out Train to Busan. We all enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. we're more concerned with the emotion of it and the emotion yeah. reality rather than oh, wait, see this shit. Yeah. Also, it's yeah. on YouTube for free. So yeah, it was. that's pretty it. sick. It was a great quality. It was, uh, yeah, really good. It was, it was officially put on there. It wasn't like some dude uploaded it. Exactly. It looked great. I watched it on big ass TV. It looked perfect. Mm-hmm. Great. Yep. Yeah. All right, Rocco, you have the next pick. What are we watching? Okay. Um, I hate to do this. I felt like we all really got along this episode. I feel like we had a lot of great things to bring to the table. Great conversation. So I hate. I would hate to divide it. I would hate to throw a monkey. Derek, in an earlier episode, you shared something that I felt was very personal. Oh. So you're going to punish me today. Oh, no. Well, Payback. I just, just want to address it right now. Um, there were, and Patreon, I, I don't want to get shut down on Patreon. I just, I just want to address this now. There were crimes committed against Steve Martin on this show. Oh, my I God. Can I repeat my official stance on Steve Martin? He sucks. He's never I made. I love Steve Martin. He's actually never made a funny movie. Oh. Actually never. What are you saying? I can't think of a comedic actor who has a worse track record. What the fuck? I'd rather, I have more respect for Will Ferrell than Steve Martin. Okay, okay. (laughs) Okay. I have more respect for... Andy Milanakis. Okay, now now Steve you fucked Martin. up. Now you fucked up. <laughs> so so we we get punished me by making me watch a bad Steve Martin movie. You, They're all bad. Know, this is oh. this is uh, it's like the classic uh, example of when a kid complains about cigarette smoke, so you got to make him smoke the whole pack. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we're gonna do a Martin marathon. Listen, we're gonna dive head first. Into Steve Martin Gold. Okay. And because it's just that right time, because when it comes to Christmas movies, there's a ton of Christmas movies. When it comes to uh, uh, fucking uh, movies about Valentine's Day, there's millions. Mm-hmm. But guess what? When you're dealing with Thanksgiving, there's the one grand monarch Thanksgiving film Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. We're going to watch it. I've never seen that movie. Well, guess what? When I'm- it comes to Thanksgiving cinema, I'm excited about this there one. Is, it's John Candy, right? Dude. Is it John Candy? You know who's even 
less funny than Steve Martin? Don't say John. John. Candy. No. Candy. Derek, no. What? God wow. damn it. Well, let me get a, pl a plane, train, and automobile to Busan out of here.